Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 70, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls, and we have made it to the end of week 14. And just one more quick reminder, if you are listening to this on the 8th of April or a day or two after that, well, we are taking a one-week break. So there will be no new episodes next week during Holy Week. And if you'd like to recap the Holy Week episodes from season one, you'll find those running from day 218 to 228, with the resurrection on day 229. But if you're listening to this on April 15th or later, well, then you can just forget all about that and you can roll right on through to week 15. But enough of that. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Hi, Dave. Okay, Marvin, a lot to cover today. It is, of course, Gary's day to read for us. But before that, well, we need a quiz. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. It's a good day today. Oh, it is? Of course, Marvin. You know the old proverb. Any day you have a squirrel reading the Bible, you know it's a good day. Yeah, the squirrel community will be very excited. Well, great. I'm glad to hear it, Gary. But Marv and I, well, we're back tied. It's all square at six each. So let's do this. You got it, Dave. Here we go. Question one. What was the name of the king that God would raise up against Babylon? Oh, oh yeah, that was yesterday, I think, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I got that one, Dave. Yep, me too, Marvin. Okay, question two. Isaiah had a son whose name was a message to the people. It was a very long name, but what was it? Oh, oh no. No, I don't remember that one, Dave. Oh, well, actually I do, Marvin. But yeah, only because it was the title for that podcast episode. So, you know, I had to look it up a couple of times to see how it was spelled. But, well, Marvin, it looks like you're going to need question three if you're going to tie this up. Well, here we go. Question three. Isaiah's son's name is actually the longest name in the whole Bible. So, what's the next longest name that you can think of? Oh, okay. Let's see. Well, okay, yeah. Well, I've got my guess, Dave. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I can think of a few long ones. Okay, yep, I've got my guess. Right, over to you, Gary. Okay, here we go. Question one. What was the name of the king God would send to destroy the Babylonians? Well, that was Cyrus, right? Yep, Cyrus the Great. Hmm, yeah. Maybe I should be called Marvin the Great. I like the sound of that. Well, no, Marvin. You're already Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. If it was just great, it would mess up your whole jingle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good thinking, Dave. Okay, question two. What was the name of Isaiah's son? Uh, Well, over to you on that one, I guess, Dave. Yeah, I think it was something like Maher Shalal Hashbaz. Yeah, something like that. 
Yep, you got it, Dave. So, question three, what's the longest name in the Bible that you can think of? Oh, well, I went for old Nebuchadnezzar, Dave. Oh, of course. Gosh, I think you've got me, Marvin. Yeah, I went for Mephibosheth. Well, Nebuchadnezzar has 14 letters, Marvin. Dave, Mephibosheth only has 12. So, that's a tie this week, boys. The next longest after Maher Shalal Hashbaz, which has 18 letters, by the way, is Chishan Rishatham, who was a king of Aram. That's 17 letters. <sighs> okay, Marv, I thought I had you, but, well, I guess we're still locked at six all. Yeah, that was a close shave, Dave. Anyway, Gary, well, usually we'd be saying goodbye to you at this point, but today, well, let's get to our reading. Fantastic. So, what is it I'm reading, Dave? Well, today we're going to finish up this section that we've spent all week reading, a section where God reminds his people that he is their God, he is the only true God, and that he was not defeated by Babylon. In fact, judgment on Babylon is coming. So, we're going to read chapter 48, verses 12 to 22. Okay, great. Well, so what are we listening for, Dave? Right, well, Marvin, God says that if the people would listen to his commands, well, what would their family be like? Okay, so if they listened to the commands, what would they be like? Got it. Great. So, Gary, over to you. Okay, boys and girls, here we go. Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 12 to 22. Family of Jacob, listen to me. People of Israel, pay attention. I have chosen you. I am the first and the last. I am the Lord. With my own hand I laid the foundations of the earth. With my right hand I spread out the heavens. When I send for them, they come and stand ready to obey me. People of Israel, come together and listen to me. What other God has said ahead of time that certain things would happen? I have chosen Cyrus. He will carry out my plans against Babylon. He will use his power against the Babylonians. I myself have spoken. I have chosen him to carry out my purpose. I will bring him to Babylon. He will succeed in what I tell him to do. Come close and listen to me. From the first time I said Cyrus was coming, I did not do it in secret. When he comes, I will be there. The Lord and King has filled me with his spirit. People of Israel, he has sent me to you. The Lord is the Holy One of Israel. He sets his people free. He says to them, I am the Lord your God. I teach you what is best for you. I direct you in the way you should go. I wish you would pay attention to my commands. If you did, Peace would flow over you like a river. Godliness would sweep over you like the waves of the ocean. Your family would be like the sand. Your children after you would be as many as the grains of sand by the sea. It would be impossible to count them. I would always accept the members of your family line. They would never disappear or be destroyed. People of Israel, leave Babylon. Hurry up and get away from the Babylonians. Here is what I want you to announce. Make it known with shouts of joy. Send the news out from one end of the earth to the other. Say, the Lord has set free his servant Jacob. 
They didn't get thirsty when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow out of the rock for them. He broke the rock open and water came out of it. There is no peace for those who are evil, says the Lord. Thanks, Gary. Good work. So, Marvin, what would the people's family be like if they only listened to God's commands? Oh, like sand, Dave, right? Yep, that's right, because there'd be so many of them, and peace would flow over them like a river. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know a song about that, Dave. I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river, I've got peace like a river in my soul. Yeah, you've done a lot of singing this week, Marv. Yeah, my mom says I have the moo of an angel, Dave. Yeah, moms tend to say that kind of thing. Anyway, boys and girls, in verse 20, Gary read this. Send the news out from one end of the earth to the other. Say, the Lord has set free his servant Jacob. See, the people who had been captives, God was setting them free, and news like that, God says, should go from one end of the earth to the other. Now, you might be listening to this later in the year, or even years after we're recording it, but we're about to celebrate Easter. And although being freed from Babylonian captivity was super, super good news, it's nothing compared to the rescue that went on about 600 years later on a cross outside Jerusalem. That was where we were freed, not from a king or from an army that would conquer us, but from something much worse, from sin. Sin that would separate us from God forever. So, boys and girls, if the good news that Isaiah brought should go from one end of the earth to the other, well, then the news about Jesus should go around and around and around the earth a whole bunch of times. And in fact, I suppose it's been doing just that for the last couple of thousand years. But here's the question. Is there someone you know that needs to hear that good news? A friend or maybe someone in your family or someone at school who doesn't know about Jesus? If there is, well, today let's pray for that person. Pray that God will show himself to them and pray that you or someone else will have the chance to tell them the good news. And if your church is doing something special for Easter, well, why not invite them to come along with you? That would be a great chance for them to hear the good news. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I thought of Hector, but Hector knows about Jesus. He just needs to listen to him a bit more often, I think. Well, that's probably true for us all, Marvin. Oh, yeah, I guess so, Dave. But that is it for this week, boys and girls. We're off on our week's break. So have a great weekend and a wonderful Easter if you're listening to this then. And, well, we'll be back to it, God willing, on April 18th. We have two more weeks to go in Isaiah. Okay, great. Well, yep. We'll see you then, boys and girls. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.